Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. What's up, bar people? It's your boy, Dwayne, and you guys know how I feel about podcasts and their influence on my spiritual growth. There's another resource out there that was equally important, and that was the Table Talk magazine by Ligonier Ministries. Ligonier has partnered with the Bar Podcast to bring you three months free of Table Talk magazine. That's right. I said free. All you have to do is go to the barpodcast.com forward slash Table Talk to get your subscription. Do it today. And enjoy the show. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited, like always, to bring you another edition of The Bar Podcast. First, want to give a big shout out to all the listeners out there, man. You guys are just Incredible. That's all I can say. Uh, the love and support you guys have been showing us has been phenomenal, and uh, and we just it just motivates us to keep going and, and giving you good content. And um, a part of doing that, uh, God has blessed us with some absolutely awesome guests. And uh, today is just like any other day at the bar. Another awesome guest um, that we have on the show, and we have today Pastor Toby. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was excited. Uh, our buddy, Mr. Chocolate Knox, a.k.a. Mr. David, uh, hooked us up in the inbox, and, and I was uh, excited about that, man, and, and so uh, ready to have you on the show. Uh, if you those that don't know, uh, uh, Pastor Toby is one of three voices on Cross Politics, but most of my listeners probably already know that. So what I like to do in the beginning uh, uh, Toby is, is give you the floor to kind of introduce yourself, whatever you want to talk about, whether it's professional or personal, just kind of a brief introduction of yourself right here for my listeners. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks so much, Dwayne, for having me on the show. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I don't know where to start. Um, of course I'm, I'm a child of God. Uh, um, I'm, uh, really grateful that the Lord saved me at a really young age. Um, I'm a, I'm a pastor's kid. Uh, my uh, my dad is a is a minister in the uh, Orthodox Presbyterian Church OPC, and uh, and I was uh, I was uh, privileged to give my profession of faith and be baptized and become a member of the church when I was four years old, which is kind of crazy in Reformed circles. But <laughs> um, I, uh, but um, I, from for as long as I can remember, 
Um, I love the Lord. God gave me a new heart. Um, I wanted to serve him. Um, probably uh, most uh, most clearly evidenced in the fact that every time I sinned, every time I rebelled, every time I turned away from him, God never let me go. He always came after me, convicted me of my sin, I, I, and I always had to always had to repent. And uh, and so I'm really, really grateful, though, for my, my dad, my mom, my, my parents uh, bringing me up in the faith. And uh, but I'm uh, I went to uh, ended up going to New St. Andrews College um, in, in Moscow, Idaho, which is where I'm talking to you from. Um, mm-hmm. New St. Andrews College is a four-year uh, classical Christian liberal arts college, um, sort of uh, lordship of Jesus over everything. So we study history, literature, philosophy, music, ancient languages, and um, and just believing that Jesus is Lord over it all. All the good stuff is ours, and so it, so it needs to be used by us. Uh, to fill this world with the knowledge of Jesus. Um, so I, I graduated from there. Um, and then um, at the time, I, I didn't, there was no grad school uh, that was immediate. I, I knew I wanted to keep studying, um, and I didn't know exactly mm-hmm. what or where. Um, and uh, so what they, they've got this thing here in Moscow called Greyfriars Hall, which is a pastor's training program. And um, it's a... Uh, run by Pastor Douglas Wilson and some of the other elders at, at Christ Church, which is a, the, one of the churches here in town. And, um, and so I sat down with Pastor Doug one day and after I graduated New St. Andrews, and I said, you know, um, I don't really know if I want to be a pastor, but um, I'd like to keep studying with you. You know, could I, is there some way I could do Greyfriars? And uh, so uh, he said, well, if, if you think you might want to be an elder in a church one day, that'll be fine. So I, I thought, mm. well, uh, you know, I can imagine something crazy like that. You know, <laughs> I'm like, you know, 20, <laughs> 21 years old. I'm like, yeah, someday way down the road, I'll maybe be an elder in a church. That'd be crazy. Um, but, uh, I, but I was, that was sort of my slippery slope. That was my, that was my gateway drug, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. to, to ministry. Uh, I, I started, you know, started reading the Bible more and studying theology with pastor Doug and some of the other elders and uh, some of my fellow classmates, they, they, would, they would give opportunities for the guys that were in the in Greyfriars Hall to preach occasionally. And, you know, they'd hand a clipboard out or something and say, hey, there's a preaching opportunity here or there. And, you know, guys could sign up and go preach. And I always just pass the clipboard right by and, you know, hand it to the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and before long, some of the, my fellow classmates would start looking at me and, you know, what's, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> don't, don't you want to preach? And, uh, so uh, eventually, peer pressure, this is like godly peer pressure, uh, got, <laughs> right. got to me. Got to me, and uh, and I, I says, you know, one, one guy actually in particular, he's he's a he's a pastor up in Minneapolis now, and he he sent me an email, and he basically, you know, he called into question my manhood, basically, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, you know, come on, you need to man up and and uh, and preach. So I said, all right, I'll do it, and so I I did, and uh, you know, the first couple sermons were not very pretty, but uh, God is God is good, and uh, and uh, have a have a really um, um, godly and uh, helpful wife who was uh, there for those first attempts and uh, gave me good feedback and input, and uh, and so uh, that was I think probably back in oh I don't know 2004 2005 ish, and um, then in 2006 
um, I went ahead and, and uh, headed down to seminary, uh, and I went to Erskine Theological Seminary down in South Carolina. And, uh, nice. I, and, I, and I, I think, I mean, are, are you somewhere down in, the, in South Carolina? Yes, I'm in, I'm in Greenville. I'm in Greenville. I saw, I saw that in your bio. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, down man. here. That's, that's wild. So, yeah, so I lived on, you know, um, Old Spartanburg Road up in Taylor's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, for uh, for two years, and uh, and then I and I commuted. I was I was so I was the first church I was pastored in was in, in Greer, and mm-hmm. uh, and then I was commuting during the week down to Erskine uh, Seminary, which is about you know in uh, in due west South Carolina, which is the craziest name for a town ever. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, so I, I went down there to do some more theological studies, and uh, did that for two years, got a master's there in theological studies. I started my, you know, started preaching down there in a, in a church plant, was ordained there. And, uh, and then um, after two years there, the Lord brought me back up here to Moscow where I've been pastoring for almost 10 years and uh, married my wife, uh, my high school sweetheart in uh, 2000. And so that's how I know how long I've been married because it's t- 2018. There you go. So I've been yes, sir. married almost 18 years now. And the uh, Lord has blessed us with four children, uh, and as Chocolate Knox would want me to say, and they're all baptized, and uh, <laughs> uh, two, two, two boys, two girls, um, and, uh, and, and God's really good to us and blessing us, and um, we're, we're grateful. So there's, there's some backstory for you. Awesome. Good, good. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you putting all that out there and, and the journey. Uh, I have a lot of local pastors that listen to the bar, man. Um, and, and I know they would appreciate that story. So, and I guess in honor of those guys that are listening, uh, salute to them. Uh, my first question is going to be, you know, on the, the pastoral side, uh, as far as, um, leaving seminary, and then actually being in South Carolina, because everybody knows I always talk about the difficulty and the dimensions of of being a Christian in South Carolina, how everybody's already saved and, you know, all of that yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. uh, how Talk about some of that coming out of seminary. You know, what was that experience like? And then compare that to my, Moscow. Cause I don't know anything about that area. Compare that to Moscow and how, you know, as far as, I guess, uh, pastoring the flock goes in yeah. those two different dynamics. Yeah, that's a great question, and and it's and it's real. I mean, the difference. Just first off, the 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 cultural difference even between Idaho and South Carolina is is pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I'm I, I never lived in the South before. Um, I'm the closest was I, you know I went to high school in Maryland, but you know everybody mm. knows Maryland's not really South. <laughs> Right, uh, right, and uh, and so um, it was definitely a little bit of a, a little bit of a culture shock, and yeah, and, and I mean one of the things I noticed is I got down there and I'm going to seminary, I'm pastoring uh, in a while going to seminary I, I was starting, and so you know I'd be in the grocery store or my wife would be in the grocery store or whatever, and you know you just start chatting with somebody and they say hey, what do you do or what's your husband do and and uh, you know and, you know I'm a pastor he's, he's a pastor and 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 the response is always like just this you know. Yay! This is this is wonderful. You know, uh, my wife would have people asking if they could come visit our church. Um, mm. You know, this this kind of thing. And uh, so, it was, you know, because like you say, like you know, sort of every, like it's very much like a culturally positive thing. Like yeah, everybody's into church. Right. Everything. Everybody's everybody's saved, um, mm-hmm. so so speak. And 
And, and, but we really noticed the real sh- shock because, you know, of course, we had lived here in Idaho and then then gone down there. And then when we came back after I finished my seminary degree, it was real shock because we realized how, I mean, it, it's a very different world up here. I mean, basically out here, um, people are either, either sort of are in or they don't want to have anything to do with it. And, right, and, right. And, and so, and so, my wife, even in the first couple months of being back, she told me a couple of stories where you know she was just sort of on autopilot from South Carolina days, and you know somebody in the grocery store, you know, see one of our babies or something, and you know it's a cute baby, and you know they just start chatting, and then, and then as soon as Jenny, my wife, would say, and my husband's a pastor, she, she had a couple conversations that would like literally just died, like on, mm. on that moment. My husband's a pastor, and <laughs> oh, have, a, you know, have a nice day, bye, and just walk away. Mm. <laughs> um, so, um, so, yeah, absolutely, um, very different worlds. I, um, another one of the, um, in, just speaking particularly to the situation there in South Carolina, I remember talking to a guy one time, and I was trying to just get my head around whether this guy was a Christian or not. Uh, you know, I've been working mm-hmm. with him and working with his family, and it was kind of rough, and I was just sort of like, okay, like, are you a Christian? You know, and 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 his answer to me um, was, uh, well, "Well, I've been saved lots of times." You know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, I was like, "Saved lots of times." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, and, and then you know, and I was like, "Well, have you ever been baptized?" He said, no, I've never, never been baptized. And so he he'd been he'd been saved lots of times, never baptized, and I you know saw. So you know, I never was really actually quite sure exactly where he was, but I, at least that, that gave me kind of a snapshot of, okay. And he explained to me, like he grew up going to church in, in South right. Carolina there. And, and the, and he went to like going to church though, for him was basically for most of his childhood, he, he would get dropped off and he'd go into the basement and play games while his parents went to church. And, mm. you know, and, that was like, that was going to church. And maybe when he got older, he went to, you know, some you know youth group type stuff and, you know, maybe they have altar calls mm-hmm. or whatever, but, but there wasn't uh no, 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 no in-depth teaching, um, no being invited in to be part of the people of God. Um, and, uh, and I don't think he really actually had any real um, deep conception of, you know, what it meant to really walk with God, to know God, to um, be given a new heart and to begin to walk with, Jesus and um, and you know I, I think that's and it's interesting though because again in the South everybody goes to church everybody says they're saved exactly and, and so it's like it's almost like you know they've almost been um, inoculated you know they've they've been uh, mm-hmm. immunized <laughs> they they got they got just enough Jesus to think that they don't need any Jesus um, exactly and uh, so it's it's a it's a really unique uh, mission field um, down there you know. Um, right. I have a, I have a buddy uh, named Keith Darrell who's uh, actually an open air preacher on the university campuses, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, he's actually he's actually getting ready. We're going to have him here in Moscow for uh, two or three months in the spring. But he he tours. He just travels around, um, and uh, he um, he preaches on university campuses. He's a reformed brother. He's solid mm-hmm. um, theologically, and he has a, a heart for the lost. God saves him in a really radical way in college, and um, and he just he's got this passion, and um, and he's good. He's good with the kids. But um, uh, he told me one time he said, "I don't preach down south." 
and we're and we're like, why? Like, why? Why not? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's warmer down there right. for one. <laughs> um, and uh, and he said, because he said they don't they don't need Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they they don't think mm. they, you know, you know. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. He 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 says he says they're they're all just annoyed at me. <laughs> And, and they all, and they don't, they all, they have, they think they have the answers and, yep. and they don't, and they don't need me. And he said, at least he says in the North. So he, his, his, his route is basically, he kind of goes along the kind of I-90 corridor uh, on the North, you know, mm-hmm. of the state and just kind of works his way from university to university. And then he goes down to California and that's kind of his, you know, kind of this big mm-hmm. L shaped. And, uh, mm-hmm. And he says, at least there, you know, he says, yeah, sometimes Christians are still annoyed at me and, you know, tell me to stop it. But he said, at least there, there's enough unbelievers to, you know, basically justify, you know, they're openly, mm. um, uh, openly hostile to Christianity, openly hostile uh, to the Bible. And so he said, I have, I have a, you know, I have a real rich uh, mission field there, but um yeah, I know. I know you're. I'm probably like drifting from your original question. Like <laughs> words for for. Uh, oh no, no, uh, no, you're good, man. People no. coming out, coming out of seminary, but. <laughs> no, nah, just stay out of the south if you're coming out of seminary. I'm just kidding, but um, no. <laughs> no, we we had <laughs> we we've had a lot of a uh, lot of guests that uh you know from this area. You know, like I said, I'm born and raised in the south, uh, and that's just kind of a common thing, you know everybody's already saved and they don't need Christ and all of that. So, uh, definitely get that. And we appreciate that, that insight, um, really do. So let's talk about the connection, man, to, to cross politics. How did that come about? Uh, where did you got, what was the, what was the vision? And, and I mean, I, like, like I always mess with, uh, with, with, with Knox, man. I, you know, you guys, y'all, y'all the goats right now, man, y'all killing the game. I'm, I'm looking at y'all hardcore. So what, what, how did that come about? How'd you get up, get on board and all of that good stuff? <laughs> well, it's a, I mean, it, this, this is all, I mean, this is the Lord. I mean, this is God doing his thing and surprising right. all of us. Um, it, <laughs> it start, started with, uh, you know, Gabe, Gabe, the water boy, I mean, he's the brains behind this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, uh, he approached me, um, I guess almost uh, almost two years ago, and um, just said, "I got an idea for something. Can we grab coffee?" So we grabbed coffee, and he said, "Hey, I want to start a podcast." And I didn't really have any idea. I didn't. I didn't even know podcasting was a thing. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I, you know, heard heard it, the word a few times, but you know, I just I'm I'm a busy pastor. I, you know, I I barely right. keep up with the blog. You know, much less a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, you know, I want to do a, I just want to do kind of a Christian, um, cultural politics, you know, worldview podcast where we, um, interview, um, folks who are involved in some, you know, in the culture and politics, Christian and non-Christian and just engage with them and try to apply the Christian worldview. And he, you know, and he, he had a name for it already. He says, I want to call it cross politic. And, um, and he said, I, you know, would you, would you be willing to be, um, involved? He said, you know, he said, I think. I think between the two of us, we could, we could, we could do it. And I, I, um, he had already started, um, you might know this, but he had, um, he had been able to, um, I can't remember what the connection was, but he had done a few interviews prior to that. He actually interviewed um, Ben Carson and uh, Ted Cruz um, mm-hmm. uh, during the, during the presidential um, uh, primaries. 
and um, and and I, so I think that had been kind of a, a, a sort of seed planted in his mind and his heart, thinking you know that that was a really like it was a great thing, it was a useful thing, and, and wanted to keep doing that. Um, and so I, I said, sure. I, I mean, I said I don't really know, you know, I don't have a lot of time, but I said I could probably give you know I could meet with you for you know an hour or or two every week, and we could do something, and I I I, I could give that much, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, so we, he said, all right, great. And, um, and then he started talking a little bit more on details and I, I had met David Shannon. I'd been getting to know him and, and, uh, and we, and, and, uh, Gabe and I had been talking and thought, you know, really ideally a third guy, a third voice would be just, would be really sweet because then it's a real, this is a, a fun community dynamic when there's at least three, you know? Um, right. it's not just, mm-hmm. not just two guys talking at each other, but a third, you know, I mean, and you know, of course it's Trinitarian, right? So, um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, so, but, and we both like, we, we, we said, man, it would be awesome to get David. Part of it too was we knew that neither one of us were very skilled on the technical side of things. And that's just his, you know, that's his, um, wheelhouse right. is, is, uh, you know, video and, and audio editing and, and so, and, and Gabe said, you know, I've already asked him and he said, no. And, uh, <laughs> and so, so I said, well, I said, let's, let's, let's try him again. <laughs> and, uh, it was, a you know, maybe a couple months after that, we, we, uh, we had him into my, my office. So we, you know, we kind of played it up really hard. This was a pastoral intervention and, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, not really, but he, but it, but I, uh, but I said, uh, initially we were just asking if there was any way that we could, um, you, you know, if he would be willing to just help on the back end um, with the technical right. stuff, but 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 then we said, but ideally, really, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, we'd love mm-hmm. you to be be with us. Um, we know you've got uh, not only do you have these technical skills, but you have a heart for this kind of thing, and you have um, a, a, a different perspective and experience that just would bring a real um, flavor to this conversation that we think is really needed. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and so, I mean, cause what, I mean, one of the things that, um, I mean, Gabe and I have always been passionate about, um, all along was, was conversations about race and ethnicity and reconciliation and things like right. that. And, uh, and we said, you know, I mean, we can do this, but you know, you would definitely, you would make, you would make it real. <laughs> and, uh, right. and, uh, he, and David was, you know, I think he, you know, he said, he said, I'm in. And so he jumped in and, um, and, and so, um, you know, and then it was, I mean, I guess the, you know, they say the rest is history. I mean, we, um, Gabe, um, Gabe has a magic power of getting people to agree to interviews. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, 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 like the rest of us are like, you know, kind of, you know, aware of like, okay, this would be crazy if you wanted to do an interview with me, but you know, would you do an interview with me? And Gabe just has none of that apparently apparently none of that awareness right <laughs> he's he just got yeah, this you know me and gabe me and gabe got the same spiritual gift because uh, i had some yeah. pretty amazing yeah. guests on, on my show <laughs> yeah hey well praise god for that man because that's that's it's it's awesome but like you know we, so right off the bat i mean you know he, we've talked to you know alveda king and we talked to ben shapiro and you know we we, we mm-hmm. got you know Andrew Clavin and you know these these different folks and of course he had already talked to Ben Carson and Ted Cruz and and uh, and so you know God's just been really good and and keeps you know lining up these great conversations and and meanwhile 
we find too that just even between the three of us, um, our oh, yeah. interests and so on are, are the kind of thing that we can, I mean, we can get together and just talk for an hour and we like, we mm-hmm. are edified, like personally, like we're edified and we think, man, if we're edified, we can, we can share this and probably some other people will be edified by it too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are some of my so, favorite shows, man. When it's just, just the three of you guys talking, man, I, I really enjoy those, man, man. That's so awesome. You know, uh, you know, when David was on here, his version of the story was a little different. He said, you guys kind of begged him and was on your knees. I'm just kidding. I hope David's listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, nah, he, he didn't say, say that, but he did say, he said, yeah, he said, he said no the first time and, and, and later came back. So yeah, for sure. But, um, that's good stuff, man. I, I appreciate that, man. Real quick, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. For over 40 years, Table Talk Magazine has helped growing Christians live biblically informed lives with Bible studies and monthly articles from trusted pastors and teachers. Bar podcast listeners living in the U.S. and Canada, you can request your free three-month trial today and join over 250,000 people who already read Table Talk Magazine every month. Visit thebarpodcast.com forward slash Table Talk to start your trial today. That's thebarpodcast.com forward slash Table Talk. All right, we're back. This is The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in here with Pastor Toby from uh, Cross Politic. And we're in here. Uh, he's giving us kind of the backstory and, and talked about pastoring and uh, in different regions. And then we talked about the podcast and how it came to be. Uh, and what I also always like to do at the end, Toby, is uh, I have what I call bar signature questions. These are uh, kind of fun questions that I like to ask. Um, I know in my, my text message or email, I said pastoring podcasts and politics, but I'm not really just to be honest, like not really hardcore politic guy. So I, we, we can yeah. leave that off and go to the bar fun questions. So I, that's All what right. we're going to do. <laughs> like, like you guys are like, I'm telling you, I don't watch the news like that. So I watch the briefing and then I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I listen to the briefing and then I listen to you guys and that's, I'm good. Like, I don't, I'm good. I don't need all that stuff. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, man. So the bar signature question is three of them, and the first one is, what kind of music do you listen to when nobody's around? Huh. All right. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm pretty eclectic, so um, okay. it's all over all over the map. Honestly, um, I uh, um, I've been. We interviewed a guy um, actually not too long ago. Um, and uh, his band is called the Grey Havens, and mm-hmm. um, I've, I've been really, I've been really digging that. He, um, he did a, um, he and his wife are a duo. He's the main voice on it, but um, his, uh, his a new single out that um, has a, a little riff in the middle from Propaganda, um, oh. and uh, and it's, it's kind of a, but it, you know, he's, he's mostly kind of folky, but um, he's got a little bit of um, other fun action um, in there, and he's a he's a Christian brother and I think trying to make some good music and, uh, and I, I've been really, I've been really digging that. Um, back in the day, my uh, part of me is definitely still like, I, I, you know, I grew up in the, my high school days were the late nineties. And so kind of, um, some of that old school grunge, um, punk rock in my blood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's sometimes a little angsty for me now, and and they, you know, but uh, 
but sometimes when I really got to pump, I got to crank something out, you know, I, I need to, yeah. I'll pull up a little, I'll pull up a little bit of green day or something like that. Um, yeah, man. I, uh, um, and then, um, you know, I love, um, um, I, I really do love, um, like just classical music too. So, I mean, I listen to Bach and Mozart mm-hmm. and, um, Handel, um, and, uh, you know, I've, and then, um, I'm trying to think I've been into, I've been really digging the, um, try to, I'm always trying to just, um, I love the Psalms. I want to just have the Psalms, um, in my, in my blood. Um, the, the mm-hmm. Psalms are the, the prayer book of the church. And I've been really, really loving, um, there's this new kind of folk band called my soul among lions. Um, that's mm. uh, taken from one of the Psalms. Um, but my soul among lions, they started a Psalm project a few years ago where they're trying to actually just sing like and record all 150 psalms and um they have um the first 20 down so you can get the first two albums and the third one is about to drop this spring uh psalms 21 to 30 and it's just kind of a it's a it's a you know just a folk kind of old old school americana folk sound but um Mm -hmm. but well well done and uh and i know the guys um and they're um they're godly men and um and so it's it's a uh, it's real encouragement and um uh bob dylan always on the playlist um <laughs> nice mark mark knopfler uh johnny cash um, oh yeah you know um a little bit all, all that um so there you go that's that's, that's okay. probably a good uh probably a good uh yeah that's a good there. List. Yeah, that's, that's a really good list. Respect, respect. Okay, next signature bar question is, what book or books are you reading right now? All right, let's see here. I got too many of them. Uh, <laughs> you, you, seen that, uh, you seen that meme, that little comic where the, the wife is on the phone and she, you, you can see a, there's a picture of her. It's a little, it's a little cartoon and she's sitting on the bed and next to her, there's this big pile of books and she's on the phone and she says, yeah, the, the, the pile of books kept on getting bigger and it fell over and killed him. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what it looks yeah. like around my, my desk and around my bed. There's this pile of books. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of on a, I'm on a kick, um, Right now, where I, this year I'm trying to read uh, more of the Puritans, and mm, um, gotcha. And uh, so, so I've been um, I've been working my way through All Things for Good by Thomas Watson. Um, mm-hmm. He was uh, you know 1600s, um, one of the uh, Westminster divines, and um, the um, I'm also um, um, I'm, I've just finished up um, a a book on preaching called the art of prophesying by William Perkins. He's another, mm. um, pur- Puritan. Um, I, I'm reading, I'm in the middle right now of, um, the politics of guilt and pity by Rousus, uh, Rush Dooney. Um, and, uh, that's a, that's an awesome one. If, if your listeners haven't read any Rush Dooney, um, it's one of those books that you might have to h- hide under the covers because some of your friends might not approve. But uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, Rush Rush Dooney was um, is kind of the father of uh, modern Reconstructionism, and mm. um, uh, but uh, the, the um, this book he's writing in like 1968, 
Um, wow. And it is, it's, in, it's insane how prophetic it is. I mean, he, this guy is crazy. He's, he's, he's with the Lord now. Um, I don't remember when he died, but um, he, he's, he's looking at American culture in 1968 and saying that American culture is being driven by a politics of, this is the title of the book, a politics of guilt on the one hand and pity on the other. In other words, we're being manipulated on all sides um, by like guilt tripping and, um, you know, and, and, uh, and sort of um, sentimentalism. In other words, mm. rather, rather than being driven by um, principle, rather than being driven particularly by the principles found in God's word, what's right and wrong, what's true and false, what's good and evil, we're being driven by our feelings, Mm-hmm. And um, and so we're easily manipulated then because if somebody says you you did them wrong or you you're accused of wrong, then you're guilt tripped, you're you're shamed. Um, you know, if somebody says you hurt their feelings, then you need to feel bad for them and and pity them, rather than primarily being grounded in principle and what's true, what's what's right, what's good according to God's word. Um, which then, of course, allows us to be compassionate and loving in the right way, but um, but we've got it, you know, flipped upside down, and it's just insane. I mean, you know, he, he's writing and talking, and this is almost fifty years ago, and right. um, you know, it's over fifty years ago. I'm talking about sixty years ago, um, and and it's like, oh my goodness, you you don't know how true you were. It's only gotten worse. Um, so exactly. Um, Politics of uh, Guilt and Pity, I, I highly, highly recommend it. I'm about halfway through it, and um, I'm a little embarrassed that I never, I've never read it before. So, um, but I um, um, highly recommend it. Um, just finished reading uh, Out of the Ashes by Anthony Esselin. Um, I've, been, I've been starting to call Anthony Esselin my, my favorite living papist. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Roman Catholic. But um, man, uh, out of the ashes, it's called rebuilding American culture. Um, he's, you know, his his, uh, his, pa- his papist underwear shows through every now and again. But um, right. on the whole, like in terms of understanding culture and worldview, um, he's he's got a far more biblical lens than you'll find uh, with most. And uh, and so it was a it was a really um, encouraging read but there you go that's a that's a short list of what i got on my my stack right now (laughs) nice nice good deal all right last signature bar question is what sermon or podcast do you listen to if any all right well um i've been i've been i've been trying to well probably in terms of sermons i mean i my uh um uh i i don't i don't have too much time. I occasionally try to grab uh, a Douglas Wilson sermon. Um, really, uh, he's, he's a good friend of mine. I'm very biased, and he's one of my mentors and my teachers. But um, you know, I honestly, I'm really edified and blessed by uh, his work in the Word. But it's pretty occasional. But when I do, I, I probably probably grab one of Douglas Wilson's sermons. Um, I've been uh, uh, I, I I I have actually um, a just recently been trying to get uh um just because i'm not uh, I'm, I'm actually not that familiar with the podcasting world i've been trying to just grab some more to just get a sense of 
you know, what are people talking about and, and what are the formats and so on. I, so I've listened to a few episodes of the briefing with Al Mohler. Um, I've listened to a, a, a few episodes, um, parts of some episodes of um, uh, Ben Shapiro's um, podcast. That's mostly just politics. Um, and, um, and a little bit of Andrew Clavin as well, who's a, uh, if you don't, if, if you don't know Andrew Clavin, his book, um, uh, the great good thing is a, is a really, really, um, neat read about his conversion. He grew up as sort of a, um, uh, real nominal Jew and has a pretty, um, pretty significant radical conversion to Jesus um, and uh, tells the story in the book, The Great Good Thing, and he has a podcast out. It's, I think it's mostly political, but um, but he's, he is a yeah. Christian and uh, and trying to apply Christian principles to it. And uh, so that's another one that I've listened to a little bit. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'll pull up a, a, a episode of Cross Politics just to see what kind of crazy stuff we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. That's cool, man. That's legit. Well, sir, I appreciate uh, you taking time out of your schedule, coming on the bar, chopping it up with us, hanging out for a little while. Um, and I like to give my guests the floor at the end to address my listeners, whether it's uh, something encouraging word or uh, something you want to leave with them, or if it's an announcement, uh, just be mindful of uh time and dates because i don't know when this episode is going to drop so just keep that in mind if there's something you're trying to announce but i'm gonna give you the floor to uh address my listeners as we close well i really appreciate you uh, having me on the show and um it's a it's a real blessing to talk to brothers that are working on uh you know encouraging the church and building the kingdom and uh so i'm 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 really grateful for that um for uh folks that want to um uh read a little bit more on uh, some of the stuff I've been working on. Um, I, I, I have a not too, uh, a, a recent book out, uh, called Bloodbot world. And, uh, you can, you can grab that on Amazon. Also I have a book, uh, meditations on the book of Job. Um, it's called a son for glory. And I hope both of those will be encouraging to, to your listeners. And, um, you know, as we say on, uh, on cross politic, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, love your neighbor as yourself, and go fight, laugh, and feast, and check us out across politics. All right, good stuff. We'll definitely have the links to all of uh, all of your books in the, the show notes for sure, so you can go pick that up uh, and support the brother. You guys, thank you guys for listening to The Bar. Another Tuesday in the books. Make sure you check us out at thebarpodcast.com, Facebook and just search the bar podcast instagram and twitter the bar underscore podcast and until next time you guys we out Just like the Marvel movies, you have to keep listening all the way to the end. That's right. The Bar Podcast, partnering with Ligonier Ministries, bringing you three months free of Table Talk. Don't forget, go sign up. Don't miss out on this awesome opportunity. Go to thebarpodcast.com forward slash Table Talk for your subscription today. God bless. What's up, Bar listeners? It's finally here. The Bar exclusive content. 
Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there